LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review. I'm Phoenix West, your host of this show. Okay, look, guys, this episode, 613, The Same Boat. Uh, I kind of thought they were going to do a bottle episode where they just kind of, you know, save a little bit of money after the... After the last episode, not that that could have been too fucking expensive, but basically they, they want to slow down the action to pace it during the season. Walking Dead is notorious for this. If they ever have a, f- a couple episodes in a row where it's very, very action-driven, they're going to go ahead and sit around and talk about it for a couple episodes. So this one did that, but it did it in a way that I liked. They're act- I think they're kind of learning how to do them better. Um, especially compared to the farm, when they're on the farm. I know I complain about that a lot in here, but holy shit, the farm was annoying. Um, this one started playing, and I, I always load uh, the IMDb for it, so I kind of remember the minor character names. If you ever notice, I kind of forget them a lot. But this time I loaded it, and I, I went and I saw the episode synopsis, and I was like, I was like when, when two members of the camp are or held captive or something like that. And I was like, oh, shit, I read the synopsis. And it started, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's how the last episode ended. I completely forgot. I don't know how. I, don't, I really don't know why. Anyway, so Maggie and Carol are kidnapped um, by old women, pretty much, and a shot man. It's, it's the least threatening group of people I've ever seen held someone, hold someone captive. Maybe except for, uh, what was that movie, Celtic Pride, when it was Daniel Stern and Dan Aykroyd. Maybe they're a little less threatening because it's those two guys. Uh, but these, these ones are exceptionally shitty. It's a redhead, a monster, a, another girl who seems fine, and then a guy that Carol shoots in the goddamn leg, and, or arm, I guess. And the redhead girl is the, the leader, and she's from the show Sybil which is where I know her from. She has an irritating voice. And then I had to explain my, to my girlfriend who what Sybil was, who Sybil Shepherd was. That was kind of complicated because she had no idea what I was talking about. And I'm like, this is a show that was on for like two years or some shit in the 90s, like 95 or something. But she was four, so she has no idea. So I had to look it up, and I was like, look, she's, she was basically, Sybil Shepard was basically the first Chelsea Handler. And I'm like, that's the best way I can describe that, if that makes any sense to you. So good luck. But this episode started where the last one ended up, which is Carol and Maggie get kidnapped by this group. They have, they meaning the rest of our group has one of the saviors captive, and they want to offer a trade, but they keep, Going back and forth in the walkie-talkie, blah, blah, blah. Um, they do a little bit of Hardcore Henry POV cam, which I know Hardcore Henry did not invent that. I'm not claiming they are. It's just that movie's fucking everywhere right now. Um, yeah, this just reminds me of that. The, they take Maggie and Carol back to this place, I guess. I don't, they don't really say what it is, but I know what it is. It's the sets from the prison. They just redress it to look like their place, the Savior's safe house or whatever. And then I guess that's really all they say about it because the monster woman goes to safe house, ain't nothing safe about it, and stabs a fucking Zed in the head, in the face. 
And then, uh, yeah, well, they leave them in the prison set. And I know it's the prison set because I've seen the prison set for seasons or season, whatever the fuck along they're in there. And I'm like, this looks very familiar. This has got to be the prison. There's no way it's not. If you go back and look, it's the prison. Um, they, the whole episode is just this group from the Saviors trying to decide if they really want to do an exchange with the main group for their man, if they want to risk it, if they just want to let it go, what they're going to do with Carol, Maggie. And Maggie is arguing with the redhead girl and while Carol is pretending to be a weak person, it's awesome. It's, it really is awesome what Carol does in this episode. But Maggie kind of overdoses on her accent sometimes and she's hypervaneline someone needs to take her gag off and i'm like oh my dear god i hate you like calm the fuck down on the accent there jesus christ woman she just goes way too far with it her sister had like this slight twang and then maggie cannot reel it in sometimes she just lets loose and it is all over the place like fucking buckshot there's just no accuracy when it comes to her accent it's just scattered Holy shit, I hate it. It really does drive me nuts. It's it's worse than the redhead's voice. Okay, so... Maggie is pregnant. And she's trying to gain a little bit of sympathy with this group that's holding her captive about her pregnancy. And I don't want to keep bringing it back, but this is the conversation I was having during the show with my girlfriend. Is She's like, why would you want to be pregnant in this? And it does open up this whole thing where... I think I've talked about it in here before. I know I did with, uh, what's her name's lesbian baby that they won't ever acknowledge. But Maggie is literally having a baby on the show, unlike that character who's just the actress is pregnant. Anyway, this character's pregnant by Glenn, I assume. It's by Glenn. Okay, he was gone for a little bit. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe, you know, Daryl. Who knows? Anyway, the question is, because the characters in the show go... Why would you want to be pregnant? Like, why would you do that to us, to yourself, to everybody? And I, and I go, my feelings on this are, why wouldn't you? Because if you're going to struggle this hard to survive, there has to be something more than just your survival. Because we are more animal. I'm not going to go that deep with it. We, we're more animal than we, wanna, we, we would like to let on. We would like to believe we're just capable of letting the human species like oh no more that's it we just die and it's not worth it anymore and let's just not do it but really we can't like we couldn't do that we couldn't kill our own species as a collective there could be one person who wipes us out that's different one guy could think that but as a collective species we're always going to want to keep alive we're always going to want to continue continue basically we're we're not going to all go no no more you're going to need to carry on. It's just in our DNA to keep going. That's just how we're, we're, we're made. That's how we're wired. So, yeah, it's going to suck being pregnant. It's going to suck having a baby. Rick has a baby. It's, it's a big nuisance, especially when you're running from the zombies. But at the end, I don't want to say at the end of the day, but at the end of your life, you're not going to be like, well, good thing I didn't have any kids, and now I can die alone, and the human species is doomed. Why keep yourself alive at all, then? I just don't understand it. Nobody's that selfish. Uh, so you have to keep breeding. You have to. You just Because you would need to at that point. I think bio, uh, you know, biology would take over at that point, and it would make sure you get pregnant, pretty much. 
or it would let you die out. But as of now, it's letting people get pregnant. So that's just what it's just going to keep happening, you know? Um, yeah, so there, there's all these people watching. I'm going to say into that diatribe. The monster is smoking. I'm going to call her Monster Lady because I don't know her name. She looks like a goddamn monster. She looks like a, if you were casting an extra in like a, oh, like something about the bubonic plague, like something set in the Middle Ages, you would cast this this monster lady. She's big. She's hunched over. She's like a disgusting lunch lady. She has lung cancer. She keeps coughing up blood, which really adds to the monster factor because if you're a monster, one of the big attributes of monsters is they have some sort of disfigurement, some sort of weird thing. Like even the bad guy from Casino Royale bleeds tear, or, you know, tears of blood. I got a little stuck there. You know, but there's some sort of weird attribute that they have that makes them a monster. And this woman coughs up blood. She has lung cancer, and at that point, she just smokes and goes, ah, fuck it, I'll be dead soon anyway. It doesn't matter. Great attitude to have. Very lunch lady-like. Uh, the dude who's with him got shot by Carol earlier. Like She was about to shoot him in the head, but instead she shot him in the arm. And then I guess later on he gets shot with an arrow? Because I couldn't figure that out. Because they're pulling out an arrow out of his arm. So did Carol shoot him in the leg? I forget. But the arrow's in his goddamn arm. And I'm like, this guy's just like a a target. You, you, I almost would say get rid of him, but then if he's absorbing all the bullets and arrows, holy shit, keep him around. You know what I mean? Unless they're the reason that the arrows and bullets are there. But if not, he's just like this weird magnet. Go ahead and keep him around. He's great insurance policy. Like He'll just take it all from you. He'll, he'll be just badly, badly damaged, and you'll be fine. He starts getting mad that he's going to die now, and it's Carol's fault for shooting him. And he goes crazy, and he starts attacking Carol, and then they knock the guy out, the redhead does. And I realize Carol's turning in a fucking performance in this episode, because she is just sitting there, acting like she's scared, and like clutching her uh, beads, her prayer beads, the fucking rosary. And she's just like, I can't, I just, uh, I don't know how I'm going to make it. And like, she's really just turning this performance thing. And then they show Lucy Liu slash Michelle Rodriguez character. This is the other side character I, t- I talked about. Uh, she's talking to Maggie on the side in a different room. And they're kind of bonding, and I thought they are going to get really close. And, you know, this character is going to become part of the main group. And she talks about how she lost a finger for stealing. And, and I was like, oh, is this, is this instead of in the comic where their faces are burned with an iron? Like, that's what Negan does in the comic. And I was like, all right, well, I guess we're going this way with it. Uh, then they show a smoking scene with the, where the redhead kind of tells her story, and she uses this weird story her grandma, I think, told her about carrots, eggs, and coffee beans in boiling water all in these separate pots. And she's like, and the carrots got all squishy or whatever, and the eggs got all hard because the water made them hard. Or the, you'd be like the carrots, where the carrots you get all squishy and you fall apart. Or you can be like the coffee beans, who actually change the water themselves. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna use her voice and as like coffee beans. She has like a Catherine Hepburn voice, and it's. I don't mind it, but I can see how people would it would drive them nuts. Like it does kind of get on my nerves a little bit when she has too much dialogue, which she she certainly did in this show. Um, Carol and Maggie tied up the dead dude. Um, oh, sorry, there's a little bit of I didn't write a note there. <laughs> they. Uh, the redhead and the Michelle Rodriguez girl leave. They go, fuck it. I know what's going to happen. We're going to go ahead 
I know when we leave here, they're going to go ahead and attack us. That's what I would do. So we're going to go out the back way and not worry about our guy. We're going to let you guys go. Who gives a shit about you guys? Goodbye. In the meantime, um, the guy on the floor is dead. Uh, they're magnet. They're, so Carol and Maggie tie him up. And they kind of chain him up to the wall. And then when the monster comes back in, the, the, the dead dude attacks her, bites her in the fucking face. It's awesome. And then Maggie pulls a irreversible on the monster, which I referred, I'm referring to the movie Irreversible. It's this French movie where they just beat the living shit out of this guy's face with a fire extinguisher. It is brutal. It just goes to the bone to the point where he's just punching like pavement at that point. She just annihilates her. It, it is brutal. And then there's like this weird room of zombies in a hallway. And it reminded me of this Tales from the Crypt episode where they have all these razor blades in the wall. And they make this guy, and they shut off the lights, and the only escape is through this razor blade hallway. So the guy has to very, very carefully and slowly walk through these razor blades. And then he hears these dogs be released. <laughs> so he has to hurry into it, and just cuts him to shit, kills him, blah, blah, blah. That's what it reminded me of, because as these zombies are on the wall, stuck to it. And you can't, you can walk through it, but it's like a very, like an obstacle course. And I'm like, just stab them, and then you're fine. I don't get why they make such a big deal out of it. If you were to just stab them, you're good. Really, that's it. Ugh. But the redhead has... I forgot how this works. She has Maggie? Yeah, she has Maggie there. And then Lucy Lou is standing there watching and about to turn the corner. And then fucking Carol shoots her in the head and blows her fucking brains out all over the wall. And I was like, okay, well, there goes that. She's not going to go ahead and be in the group anymore. If she is, she's not going to be very useful. You kind of need your brains inside your head to be useful. And then the redhead is shot, and they throw her in the middle, like the, the, the pole that the zombie got stuck on, and her cheek's bitten off. It's pretty cool. and Brutal, because she's a big cunt in this episode, so she deserved something brutal. So a simple shot to the head would not have worked. I think what I thought they were going to do was kill the monster, kill the redhead, and reason with the third girl, the Michelle Rodriguez, Lucy Liu girl, I thought they're going to talk to her and be like, "Hey, you seem reasonable. You seem like you don't like it here. Go ahead and come with us. We're not going to hurt you. Obviously, if we were, we would shoot you and blow your brains over the fucking wall, like we didn't really did in the show." But no, they didn't go that path. I, I thought that was interesting. I, they really don't trust these people. <laughs> they're very odd. I, I I like not knowing what's going to happen. It's kind of interesting. The uh, Carol picks up the walkie-talkie. I love this part. And they talk, kept talking about meeting on the kill floor to the other group, to the group of survivors or saviors that are alive. And then she goes, meet us on the kill floor. Like her really, really irritating voice of the redhead. I can't do it right now. Meet us on the kill floor. That, that voice. She says it in her voice and it was fucking hilarious. She did such a good job, the actress. I love it. She's, Carol's my favorite character. It's got to be. Ugh. So Carol then tosses a cigarette in the kill floor after they pour gasoline all over it. So when the guys from the Saviors get in there, they close the door on them, and they, she drops a cigarette and closes the door and burns them alive. Carol is a wrecking ball who has killed dozens of people, and she's saved so many people. It's just ridiculous. She's just slaughtered. She's like a one-man army, one-woman army, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I don't see genitals in my army, okay? Jesus, guys. So then Carol and Maggie walk out, and then 
instantly have guns to their heads, and it's it's Glenn and it's Rick, and they're like the group was waiting outside to kill them all, so maybe they did. You know, they were trying to make the right decision. The redhead and her her ragtag group of fuck ups, they made the right call, but they died anyway, so it doesn't matter. And then a the guy that the our group has captive uh, starts to talk to Rick, and Rick's like, "Tell me where Negan is, like motherfucker, like I want to kill him. We're, we're going to kill Negan. Tell us where he is." And he goes, "I am Negan." And then, but the girl earlier said that too. The monster, I think, I think she said that also. So when he says it, you're like, "Oh, that's like a weird cult thing." Or is he Negan? And then Rick goes, "Sorry, I had to come to this," and shoots him in the goddamn fat, you know, got right in the goddamn head. Almost said face. I keep wanting to say face. It sounds more brutal. Shot him in the face or shot him in the head. It sounds brutal, but he shot him in the head. Anyway, that's how the episode ends. And it kind of, I like that they're setting up like, is there a Negan? It was he Negan? Are they all Negan? Is it like some sort of weird cult? And like, is there going to be a statue in the, in the, where they live, like in the Savior's house? Is there going to be some sort of weird statue? Uh, it's called Sanctuary, the place where they live. Is there like just a weird? Is it is it like some sort of presence? I don't like I don't you don't know where they're gonna go with it unless you're unless you read the comic obviously. But I like that they're not really answering anything yet. That's fun. Well, guys, that's the end of this one. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. It's time to record six fourteen. So check out americantshow.com, guys. Seriously, I just had business cards printed up and they're awesome, but they're kind of light. Like, it's black background and the black font. And it's really hard to read, some, but unless you look closely. I might have to redo them. I don't know. I wanted to see what they look like. I fucked up. I'll just... I'll, I'll call it. I'll call them as a season. You know? I fucked up. That's fine. I still like them, though. Whatever. I have 500 of them. That's fine. I can I can do something with that. I'll send 500 to one person. Whatever. But, yeah. Check out the show. It's awesome. It's a video show. I make fun of different things, different subjects each time. Um, Christmas trees was the first one and then horoscopes. And then I did red versus blue for two episodes where it's one's Democrats, one's Republicans. And episode five is going to be traffic. I keep saying it on here. I'm writing it. It's, it's officially written now. Just got to rewrite it and start shooting it. I'm going to start recording some of it today. (sighs) So stay tuned guys. Check out that show. It's awesome. Share it with your friends. Uh, do whatever you can. Uh, YouTube.com slash LIW podcast or slash Lloyd in Wonderland now. I changed it. So YouTube.com slash Lloyd Hearing in Wonderland. Go check it out, guys. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, share it with your friends. And until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.